0: Good morning, Acme Army family. How we doing? Appreciate everybody out there going to check out tuliptreegardensco.com for their special they had for the green Friday weekend. That was a success, but I'll tell you what, the deals don't stop now. Put tuliptreegardensco.com for all of your Christmas shopping I'm telling you, everybody will be happy. We got some excellent giveaways coming up here in the future. So support those that support the podcast. Go check out tuliptreegardensco.com. Now let's get into the show. Acme Army Podcast. And happy Friday, Acme Army. How's everybody doing? We have had one heck of a week. Thanks for joining us. Lots of likes, lots of subscribes. Let's keep them rolling. Share us with a friend. But hey, in this podcast, I give shout-outs, and I forgot to give one of the biggest shout-outs to one of the biggest influences, Grant Meyer, from the Brown Trout and Bridge Beers podcast. If you like fly fishing, you're a fool not to check them out. Get it!
1: About that. Yeah. yeah,
0: buddy! It is a Friday. Yeah, buddy. How we doing, Acme Army? It has been a freaking whirlwind of a week here, Eric. I mean, we have had. Just a, a, a bear, uh, a bear slaughtering. Then we had the great Peter Jones from the UK here. We talked about Ron Hallstrom. Those videos I got scheduled to pop up uh, Sunday and Monday because uh, on Wednesday we had a podcast with God darn an NFL center, Eric, from 1968 to 1973, Mike Evans, along with his son-in-law, who's an NFL films producer. Ah, uh, it was. Uh, It was such a great week. How are you feeling?
1: I'm feeling great, particularly about uh, the three gentlemen that uh, we shared the show with last week. Men's men. Loved every minute of it. Uh, You know, getting to talk to to real vets is, uh, you know, that's just pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. It's a...
0: First-hand stories from a different age of football. So everybody go check out that podcast, episode 33. Uh, that was just 55 minutes. We were planning on doing a segment, and it turned into uh, 55 minutes. And uh, God willing, we'll have them back, Eric, because uh, that was a lot of fun.
1: Can't wait. Yeah. yeah. Anytime. Well, uh, <clears throat>
0: before we get going, I, I we have to give some shout-outs because we haven't really done this, Eric. And there's just been a lot of people that have been... Pushing the Acme Army forward, you know whether it's reposted on Instagram, putting it on Twitter. But Haley Tyke Miller has been doing fantastic. You know Declan Murray, he's a U.S. Marine. He has just been uh, listening to the episodes on base when he's bored. Scott Perk, he's been messaging us, making us better. Andrew Grossman, man, Drew, you are an OG. You have been there from episode one. Appreciate you. We are uh, we have eclipsed two hundred and fifty. Followers on Twitter. I mean, that's not to, to 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 boast by any means. That's just to say, organically, we have had great interactions with you know over 250 people. Uh, we try to reach out to every one of them, say hi, support, be positive on Twitter. It's uh, it's part of what we want to do. But we also got countries, Eric, Brussels, of course, the UK via Peter. But uh, you know we we have a lot of people in the US that are listening to us in San Francisco. Would you have thought that?
1: Uh, I wouldn't think anything. I'm a boomer, man. It all sounds good to me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh shout out to everybody in Rhinelander as well. That's been great. Fergus Falls, lots of, lots of listens from those towns. So appreciate you guys and appreciate you sharing the podcast because we're growing. But there's one uh, one person I really wanted to give a big shout out because. She has been uh, super supportive of the podcast. And uh, like most of you know, I moved to Philadelphia from Columbus. But uh, when I was in Columbus early on, I was always carrying the G, always wearing the Packers sweatpants, the sweatshirt. And I was in, uh, I believe it was Sam's Club. And this lady with two young infants in the shopping cart, stop me and she said she said go pack go and i said yeah and then she had a conversation with me and invited me to uh to the on tap pub and to uh join the columbus ohio packer backers and that is uh ann ragowski robbers and uh i don't need to say anything more than your name you're a special person to all those that are in that columbus packer backers at on tap so shout out to you guys hopefully when this COVID dies down and everything opens back up you guys are rocking and rolling again for every packer game but and big shout out thanks for listening and now let's get into it eric we got some injuries to talk about on the packer game before we get into this philly and we got some news to talk about just overall on the stats of the packers just a lot of things happening this week so where shall we begin i'll let you make that call
1: well, just clean up uh clean up a couple of things from the last week. Um MVS, you know, popular target among the idiots. Uh just want to talk forty yard receptions. Uh, he's leading the NFL in forty yard receptions. And historically receivers because we don't invest generally speaking in first round draft picks. Um, take a little bit of time. Complicated offenses take a little bit of time. And that's been the the, the go since Sterling Sharp. That's been the way we've done business here. But I just wanted to throw this out there. If you're looking at wide receivers for the Green Bay Packers, in their first three years in the league, uh, Greg Jennings uh, leads the boat. And I'm talking about 40-yard receptions. Greg Jennings with 17. Uh, pretty amazing in the first three years. MVS right behind him with 15. And he's got five games. Uh, to uh, t- to catch Jennings. But the next three on the list, um, Jordy Nelson with two, Randall Cobb with two, Donald Driver with one. This is significant production from a late round draft pick. Um, and uh, th- this is a guy that's going to produce for us, and has already produced for us. Uh, he is number one in the NFL with 40 yard receptions. Um, one to touch a l- what, what was his name again? Uh, his name would be a Marquez Valdez Scanling. All
0: right, guys, let let's lay off the whole, uh, uh, let's get rid of him and cut him now because <laughs> the numbers don't lie. MVS no. is fantastic in so many ways. And, uh, we just gotta let him. let let's give him the leash to grow.
1: Well, and, and, uh, not a natural, I mean, this is the guy that's been coached up and has paid attention and learned mm-hmm. he's uh, he's naturally fast. Yeah. Um, but, but as a wide receiver, that takes time and coaching and practice. And, uh, the, you know, the, his hard work uh, is paying off and yeah. has paid off. Yeah. Um, wanted to make a couple comments about uh, Alan Lazard uh, in the last game. Uh, for film review, his touchdown, uh, the recognition of where he needed to go, where Rodgers expected him to go as the third or fourth option and to sit and then the high catch on the high throw that only he could get. Uh, just just a thing of beauty. It is mm-hmm. great to have Al Nazar back in business. Um, Will Fuller, <laughs> you know, we talked an awful lot about him. <laughs> Aren't we glad we didn't make a deal there? You know, if it was a second-round draft pick that uh, came with a four-year contract, a six-game mm-hmm. suspension is absorbable. Um, but if it's a third-rounder for the rest of this year and he doesn't play, Boy, dodged a huge bullet there.
0: Well, imagine what would happen on the internet if that were to happen, man. There would be a firestorm on Goody to get rid of him a week after everybody was ready to say you ha- you, you didn't do enough to get him.
1: I don't know. You betcha. Uh, Devontae Adams becomes the fastest Green Bay Packer to 500 receptions, mm. uh, is the fifth member of that club. Uh, pretty impressive. Um some weird a weird fact for you here on Zadarius Smith's strip sack and Preston Smith's fumble recover return for a touchdown. first time in the league since 1991 when one Smith caused a fumble and another one returned it for a touchdown. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh unrelated. Uh, yeah, that's absolutely one to one to touch a little bit on uh, El Grande Roberto Big Bob Tanya. Mm. What uh, what uh, what he brings is uh Uh, so much excitement. Um, He has become uh, an effective, um, better than average blocker. He is a better than average uh, uh, route runner, Mm -hmm. and he doesn't have a single drop this year. I thought the statement of that game, which we forgot to sneak in on Monday, um, was the crosser that he took uh the 58 million dollar man Mr Jackson from Chicago and threw him to the ground you know he's just like that attitude uh spending summers with George Kittle certainly has uh has paid off for yeah. him yeah
0: well his stat line just keeps growing and growing and as we said last week I mean any tight end in the league would be happy with his line for the season and it's just gonna get more and more important for him
1: Correct. He is on pace right now uh, with 54 receptions. Uh, He's uh, seven short, or he's on pace for 54 receptions, which would be seven short of Jermichael Finley's um, uh, record for the Green Bay Packers. You know, another thing that was kind of interesting, we talked about on the last podcast about potentially lighting a fire uh, under Preston Smith, but by uh, starting Rashawn Gary in his place, uh, Mike Pitton, Mike petton excuse me has come out and said that the only reason that Gary started is because the Bears trotted out in 12 personnel that had they come out in 21 um, it would have been Preston Smith uh, what's what's interesting about that is three times this year the opponent has come out in 12 personnel and it's been Preston Smith every time it's also the first time that Preston Smith wasn't on the field to start a game since his rookie year in 2015 don't buy it (laughs) don't buy it
0: yeah i think a fresh change is probably a good thing but yeah i don't buy that either i i I also understand why they don't want to just make a big deal out of it either you know because the way that twitter and these uh clickbait articles just start piling up you know you just don't need that headache as well on the team so but i think he had a great game in responding so
1: all right. Hey, absolutely. Absolutely. No, no, he, uh, he lit it up and that's the Preston Smith we need for this team to make a deep run without yeah. a doubt. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked in the past about our safeties, uh, Amos and Savage, uh, really coming on lately. Uh, PFF now has Amos ranked in the top 10, uh, and Savage in the top 20. And mm-hmm. if you got both of your safeties in the top 20, mm-hmm. that's rounding out. Um, I've made a lot of criticisms in the past about preferring, uh, Darnell Savage uh, at free safety. Yeah. Um, He's actually done a bunch near the line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. A couple he tackles has. for loss, blowing up some run plays. He's, so.
0: he's actually been very good at the line of scrimmage. Here's what I don't yeah. like about the PFF stat. You go from nearly the bottom of the list, you have a game with two interceptions, and then we're saying now you're in the top 20, right? Subtract those two interceptions. Where are you at progressing like in the scheme? Where are you progressing? Tackling like that's the bigger thing from the gifts that spike you up those those PFF charts. That's my only thing about it.
1: Well, the, and just just to point out that the article that I read pointed yeah. out that it's been a three-week climb that the, yeah. the safety play has improved. Yeah. So it, it's been incremental over three weeks. But I agree with with what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, it uh, you know the uh, uh, the raw the raw meat uh, is a bigger stat. Yeah. And so yeah. you you do get to cheat a bit that way. Yeah. Hmm, hmm, hmm. All How, right. about How about Matt Lafleur? How about Matt Lafleur? Undefeated in the month of January at five and zero. Oh. January. Excuse me, December. <laughs>
0: December. <There's an> edit. <laughs> December is uh, going to be a heck of a month for us. Well, I mean, we're starting with this Philadelphia uh, team, and we need to get into this because we are—we're oh, we're quite a few minutes into this podcast right now but i i think the the injury report that we talked about earlier this week that's the biggest thing for philadelphia eric is that uh, fletcher cox neck injury did not participate the last two days of practice as well tj edwards you remember that guy he's a linebacker yeah, for the philadelphia eagles he's uh, been limited participation and same with zach ertz so darius slay had a calf injury that popped up this week but don't let any kind of limited participation uh remove the fact that he will be lining up against Devontae Adams nearly that entire, entire game, but Fletcher Cox. Oh, that scares me. That scares yeah. me. Boy, <laughs> Devontae <laughs> is probably
1: shaking in his boots. He's never seen him before. Yeah, uh, but
0: I, I don't like Fletcher Cox. I mean, he is a monster who destroys tackles and guards and blows up run, and, and, and I'm if he doesn't play, you know, if he's got a neck injury, I don't want him to have anything, you know, serious, but. All gone. If he needs to take a break for a week, I'm cool with that,
1: brother. Well, could we get two weeks in a row with the best lineman on their opposition right. not being able to play? That's a that's a big difference maker so, right there. Listen, Fletcher I, I'm, Cox.
0: I'm stuffing the I'm stuffing the dishwasher with dishes this morning. And I'm going. You know what? It's kind of like Super Bowl teams get luck, right? We talked about how lucky you get uh, you know back in the '90s when. Finally, the Packers were getting calls. We were horrible in the 80s, and all of a sudden, Favre's there. Things were starting to line up. The free agents lined up. You have to have these lucky breaks. Well, you also have to have these lucky injuries that take out star players, and we have no problem with that because, you know, swings the pendulum our way. We need those kinds of advantages, and that's fortunately exactly what happens with playoff teams. Uh, anyway, injury uh, on the Packers that we should be concerned about. Mercedes Lewis took his Thursday off as usual. Corey Lindsley's not playing. Nobody on the injury report that is of any consequence. You know they're 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 resting Lazard, letting him practice limited. Uh, Kevin King, Josh Jackson, uh, Irvin with ribs, and, and and Chris Barnes. You know they're just keeping those guys light.
1: Hey, just switching uh, to the offensive line, um, ESPN currently has the Green Bay Packers ranked number one in pass protect and number one in run blocking. Ooh. Uh, that's amazing. You know, we lost a starter in the first game. We've been shuffling players in and out. You know, we talk about uh, Jenkins playing four positions this year. Mm-hmm. Simply amazing that we're getting the production uh, with without the same guys week in, week out. Yeah. Uh, yeah love is. that. Uh, just want to give you a sort of a, a question, you know, um, had you not been, you know, the second best punter, Mike Hendrick, Dude. At Lake, Lakeland High okay. School and you. And, you ha- and you had a college career uh, <laughs> that resulted in you being selected and making the roster on an NFL team and you're getting your shot at your first start how would you like it to be against your boyhood team uh. and i'm talking about john runyon making his first start sunday he kid grew up in the philadelphia eagle locker room can you imagine lining up against your favorite team <laughs> in your first start <laughs> you know and you got to wonder you know you know your mom and dad and the rest of your family and your uncles and all of the rest of that uh, how uh how how much pressure is that, or how much fun is that? I don't oh, know which.
0: Gosh, I think that's just going to be a lot of fun for him. And the, I mean, just the pride you have to have as John Runyon Senior. Gosh, I mean, the party I would have at my house right now would uh, exceed <laughs> all state limits. i I would guarantee that right now.
1: But, yeah, that's that's going to be something. Uh, and you know, we've we've tutored his horn so many times. Yeah, but just just wonderful. Um, sticking with the offense with three touchdown passes by Aaron Rodgers on Sunday, which he's already done eight times this year. Uh, he gets to 400. Mm. Um, he would be the seventh player in league history to get to 400 and the first to do it with less than a hundred interceptions. Wow! How about that for a stat?
0: Brother? Yeah. 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 What do you think of them apples? Huh? Tom Brady fans. Huh? What do you think of them apples? <laughs> I tell you what, he is, uh, and he had 50,000 yards last week. And did we fail to mention Mercedes Lewis had his 400th reception? Gosh, what a... What
1: and I a, believe he, uh, he that, that not only did that catch, there's another uh, sort of seemingly rabbit hole we could run down here. But Mercedes Lewis, I believe, provided Aaron Rodgers with his fourth touchdown pass to a number one draft pick all of them being mercedes lewis <laughs> in his career
0: uh that's exciting exciting well bring bring it full circle around to this game does tavon austin become active do you know tavon our,
1: austin is going to play you on think sunday?
0: he's playing on sunday i mean i, think I he's have not seen sunday. a thing on here they're at least going to have him in on punt returns he doesn't have a history of kick returns you understand he did some kick returns in 2013.
1: averaged 18 yards
0: Are we we saying that we have more trust in a guy that has not returned a ball? Towards Darius Shepard. More than Darius Shepard? I don't want to bang on Darius. I want Darius. I do. Oh, oh boy. Um,
1: Yeah, no, he's going to play.
0: Equinamia St. Brown, what are we going to see out of him? Limited participation with a knee injury. I mean, what does that mean? What does that mean? Is he still recovering from the old one and that he's practicing just to kind of be ginger the way that Alan Lazard is?
1: Yes. Yes, he's he's going to play there. He's going to have a knee designation this whole year. Yeah. He's had it since okay. his comeback. Um I think he's going to have it. I think Austin's going to play. You know, just just so, 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 uh, looping back to that for a, a second. You know, you think about his career, um who he's played under most recently, uh Shanahan you know, mm. who's running a very, very similar system. Mm. We really catch a break with him in that it's it's a, a very easy slide for him to come in and do some of the, the orbit motions and the jet motions that really make this team go. You know, it's interesting, you know, are we gonna see a time when there's, when he and Irvin are on the same field at the same time? Mm. Uh, crazy speed, crazy quickness, and, and, and Lafleur is gonna come up with something. Uh, he's gonna have four or five gadget plays where he's eligible as a target in each game i think he's not a starter but he's gonna play Mm -hmm.
0: yeah i can't wait to see it i can't wait to see it um anything else about this game coming up uh, that you're focused on like a specific matchup that we have kind of in favor that you're excited about on this game
1: Well, uh, let me just say that maybe that I'm not excited about. um, uh, We're going back against our old friend Jim Schwartz, running Mm -hmm. the D in Philadelphia. They're second in the NFL with 36 sacks. If Cox doesn't play, you know, obviously we catch a monster break there. But Jim Schwartz is a smart guy, uh, Mm -hmm. and and he plays a a tough, stiff defense. Mm -hmm. Can he stop this offense? Uh, I don't think so, but he poses a threat.
0: Yeah, I uh, – Schwartz has done really well against us, quite honestly. Mm-hmm. Schwartz is a really good coach. I don't know if he gets enough praise. I mean, when he was the head coach at Detroit, didn't have all the talent in the world, but he did a lot with uh, and Sue. I'll tell you that. He was all pro level. I'm looking at really the the, the only thing I'm worried about in this entire game, Eric, is Miles Sanders. Are we going to make him look like a pro bowler, or are we ready to stop this run? Because if we stop the run game, and we can really pressure them, it's proven game in and game out that Philadelphia's offensive line is is a little banged up, a little too banged up right now to be facing 65 plays of Rashawn Gary, Preston Smith, Zadarius Smith, Kenny Clark. Do we get rushed this week? I mean, it's going to be a a lot for them to handle, and if we can stop the run, take him out. We've seen what Carson uh, can do with you know two seconds of time back there, and that's throw interceptions and throw incomplete balls. So I hope that's what we're looking for.
1: Well, I would like to to further expand on your. Uh, I'm assuming you were saying that lightheartedly, um, but in all seriousness, uh, all seriousness, uh, is this the week where uh, Mr. Rush is going to uh, show us? something on the on the D-line. Oh, I'm not you know, joking a
0: bit. I th- I mean, I, we have an opening right there with montravius Adams out, right? I mean, he's got he's on IR with the toe. I just don't know where the roster position's fill in for us to get Chris Barnes. I'm you know, I look at the the injury report here looks like he's playing. Who who are we letting go, you know, with with
1: was he taken off the uh, you know, we've had that extra spot. Was he actually taken off the 53? I'm not sure that I'm not sure that he was. I'm not sure COVID how the COVID exemption, right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Um, But going back to Rush, um, you have uh, Carson Wentz, an erratic quarterback, uh, at at least this year because of the production of his offensive line or the lack thereof. Mm -hmm. Uh, You have receivers that can't get open. I mean, this game screams to me to come out in base, uh, maybe get Mr. Rush out there and and free up Kenny Clark to not play nose Mm -hmm. and let a a 6'4", now 361 pound Mm -hmm. guy who doesn't look fat, by the way. No. It's weird that he's on his fifth team in two years. Mm-hmm. Don't know what the story is there. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, let's get after this rush. If, mm-hmm. if we can stop the rush and force him to pass, we'll kill him. Yeah. But based on the way we do everything, uh, who knows? Are we going to see uh, – come out and prevent? Uh, you yeah. know, I <laughs> I have no idea how we determine what we're going to do. We're just a couple of guys. Yeah. But when you have when you have a team that's not good, uh and a team in our case that's not defending the rush very well it seems like that you know that seems like an easy fix or at least a try let's let's do some stuff because we're gonna have to stop the run as as the weather turns cold well I'm
0: gonna be counting Christian Kirksey snaps uh versus Barnes and I I haven't heard a thing about Kamal Martin he is not on this list right here Eric there's nothing on the Packers injury list that lists Kamal Martin.
1: Crickets all week long. Don't I'm, understand. That scares me.
0: I don't understand that, what happened. That scares I, I, me. I don't understand what happened, but
1: all right, buddy, uh, he didn't well, look good on his back. Um, yeah, and that's what scares me. Not a not a mention all week. Uh, yeah. I thought we'd wait till Wednesday. It's Friday. Yeah,
0: nothing. All right, buddy. Let's move on to uh, what do we got from our predictions? We oof. We've been really off, and quite specifically, you've been downright awful on your predictions. I hope this is the week that you can turn it (laughs) on.
1: Oh, my Lord, what's in that
0: coffee? Someone let you go first this week and uh, shoot us the logic.
1: Well, first, let me hit you with a did you know. Mm. Um, Something that uh, I found a little bit interesting. Uh, points in the fourth quarter, giving up points in the fourth quarter, uh, seemingly has been a problem for us um, all, all year. Uh, we rank 21st in the league in points allowed in the fourth quarter. But here's a list of the teams that are worse than us. The Chiefs, Seahawks, Bills, Titans, Browns, and Raiders. Wow. All potential playoff teams. That are actually giving up more points than we are in the fourth quarter. Wow, I found that to be kind of a an interesting uh, interesting question. That's a uh, great
0: I'm, one right there, man. Really, because the Chiefs are. I if you watched them this week with with Tampa Bay, it looked like they were going to slaughter them, and all of a sudden, I I don't know, man. The Chiefs they're the example of a uh, uh, best defense is a good offense.
1: Because yep. Oh you know, track yeah. If, if their
0: offense doesn't, you know, they if they start getting locked down a little bit, boy.
1: Wouldn't that be a wonderful Super Bowl? Yeah. It would. <laughs> yeah, it would. Love to see that a repeat of uh, of a Super Bowl two, right? Two, right. Yep. Um so on onto the prediction, um I see this as a uh, as a an easy win. Uh, I'm going thirty seven Packers, twenty for the Beagles. Mm.
0: I uh 37 20 have we heard that from you before is this one of those that you're
1: well you'll you'll notice that most of my score predictions have been in the 30s where the packers score every week so that might be a hint to yeah get you going but yeah well i uh,
0: i'm gonna change mine up again and i'm going 42 to 17.
1: love that even bigger beatdown yeah, uh, I, I would love that, and and there's right. no reason. All we got to do is stop the run on this team, and we'll mm-hmm. kill them. Yeah, they're not going to be able to stop our offense. Yeah, if we can shut their run down and make Carson Wentz pass, we'll kill them.
0: Well, I'll just say this: the only reason that I'm adding another ten points on my original is when I look at Fletcher Cox not being in there, that changes things, changes Absolutely. our running game, and it changes who they can pressure us. Because I'm not afraid of Barnett, and I'm not afraid of you know a uh, uh, Brandon Jacobs. Uh, not Brandon Jacobs. Um, uh, what's it? Brandon Graham, defensive end. Certainly, those guys aren't. Uh, those aren't the ones that are going to instill fear on us. Well, with that, everybody, I appreciate you guys listening. This has been a banger of a week. Thank you guys for joining us and listening to four episodes. Make sure you go out and listen to episode thirty-three that is a fun one with an eagle center from 1968 to 1973 mike evans is classy and as fantastic as a storyteller as there has ever been as well as we had dave franza on who is a, 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 a former nfl films executive Son-in-law to Mike Evans, and uh, just a heck of a conversation that we had, Eric. It was 55 minutes. We couldn't use it as a segment. We had to put it out as a as its own podcast, so please go out there listen. It's available on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, wherever you're listening to them. You will find us. As well, I have taken up some of the clips from... Uh, our Zoom meeting, and uh, I put them up on the YouTube. So go check out, subscribe to YouTube at Acme Army. Check us out on Twitter at Acme, Acme underscore Army. And we are out there everywhere for you guys to find us. Appreciate you listening. And with that, Eric, take us out.
1: Yeah, I would be remiss if I didn't also uh, say a huge thank you to uh, the legend Mike Evans, uh, Dave Franza, uh, and our, uh, our, our good friend Peter Jones uh, from the U.K., Uh, Goodness gracious, we're a couple of knuckleheads, and those guys are the real deal. It's Uh. sure a treat to be able to spend some time with them and learn. Uh, Everybody have a great weekend. It looks like a really, really nice weekend in Green Bay. Wish there were people in the stands, but uh, this too shall pass. Go Pack Go! That's it. We've done our duties. Job is done. Put on our trampoline. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Blue Note Jazz, yes, you should we do